So you are on the spiritual awakening path. Perhaps you are even on a full-blown journey. Whether you began yesterday or you've been at it for 20 plus years, one thing that unites us all is that once we decide to jump into the realm of the spiritual, the metaphysical, once we decide to connect to this spark within ourselves, the learning never stops. We are always growing. In this video, I am going to go over the top five things that everyone on the spiritual path should know. Hello and welcome back to Crow Medicine. I am your host, Katie Indy Crow. If you are catching this on Spotify, this is a video podcast. If not, it is great to have you here, and I hope you can hear the smile on my face in my voice because today we are talking about one of my favorite topics, and that is what it is like to be on the spiritual path and the spiritual journey. And having been a psychopomp and soul guide who has seen thousands of people through their journey, I figured, hey, maybe it'd be fun if I put together a little list of the top five things I think everyone should know as they go through their spiritual journey their spiritual awakening experience. Here it is. Part number one, your soul never really stops growing. And as you are making your way through the cycles of your season and your life, you are always meant to be able to embody a little bit more of your higher self. And so there is no real end point where you are the be all end all version of who you are or what you will become, especially not if you are a person who consistently reaches to become a more high vibration, a more pure, or a more clear version of yourself. The thing about connecting on the spiritual path and awakening is that you realize that you have a soul and you realize that you have this sacred connection to creator, that there is like a sentient earth. Perhaps you have these intuitive senses. And so within the old spiritual paradigm, there's an idea that you just wake up one time and that you go through a Kundalini awakening and all of a sudden you're going to have all of your senses online and then you're done. Well, as we are moving through this transformation with humanity that's called the age of Aquarius, guess what? We also happen to be born here at this time where what it means to be human is changing. And so if that was how it was, perhaps in other phases of spiritual awakening and in different generations, okay, that's how it was. But for our generation specifically, what I have seen is that we are consistently pushing the bounds of what is possible in a human body. And one of the ways that we are doing this is by allowing ourselves to consciously connect to our souls again. And one of the best ways to make sure that you're staying in your cycle of receiving yourself is to start celebrating the cycle of the seasons. So that would be solstices and equinoxes. Subscribe, stick around, check out my blog. This is something I always do. You can find that here if you're seeking some inspiration. Let's move on to thing that everybody on the spiritual journey should know, point number two, and that is that it is often darkest just before dawn. What do I mean by that? There are moments on the spiritual path that feel amazing. We've all had that high buzz of connecting to pure love, of connecting to creator, of knowing that we're not alone and that there's so much more than this material reality exists. It is like liquid gold. Same time, there are parts of the spiritual path that feel like we are having parts of ourselves severed or at least excavated for exploration. And you know what? It doesn't feel great. 
Some people call this a dark night of the soul. What is a dark night of the soul? A dark night of the soul or one of those difficult moments, sometimes I like to call them illumination phases, comes up when you are making a strong transformation, vibrationally speaking, in your life. We live at a certain radio frequency, a hum, a harmonic, a vibration. I like the word harmonic because I think it more accurately describes us acting almost like a chord of music or a radio station. And so in order for us to be able to perceive, to exist, to receive, to live on a different vibration spectrum, we have to go through these moments where it's almost like we're doing a shower squeegee on our lives. And this shower squeegee, especially if you're not prepared for it, and if you are viewing it as a punitive thing, can feel like you are losing everything that you love and care about. And truth be told, there are moments on the spiritual journey, on the life journey, where that does happen. And I'll talk more about that, I guess, more specifically at another time. But what I did want to say is that as a teacher, one of the things I have seen people do is get to the point where they're about to receive the big gift, the transformation, the new layer of perception, the new piece of their soul. And they drop it. They forget about it. They quit. They recoil. They give up. And the reason why is because they got deterred by things being hard for a little while. And in some of the hardest cases, it's just that people stopped doing spiritual work. And so when they needed to do things like meditation, self-connection, energy alignment the most, to get themselves through what is really a prison break, they felt like, I'm not going to do any of that stuff. In fact, I'm going to go back into my shell. I'm going to give up. And then they lose the progress that they made. And I don't want that to happen to you. Here is one that I wish I would have known early on. And this is point number three. There are a lot of snakes in the spiritual grass. Some of those snakes know that they are snakes and some of them do not. What do I mean by that? When you wake up and have your spiritual connection and you feel that love and you feel inspired to get to know your soul and creator, I think we all kind of get flashed as a little bit as we enter the spiritual community, thinking that people that we find online as teachers or writers or guides that come to us in the astral realms are going to have our freedom, free will, or our best interests at their heart. I know I did. And I was a social anthropologist who was a practicing critical theorist when I made this mistake. And so I know that it happens to a lot of people and I've seen it happen to a lot of people. So what happens when we make the mistake of trusting a snake in the grass? Well, one of the things that we can unintentionally do when we are not covering the spiritual basis, that is getting to know the sound of our soul, getting to learn what discernment is, learning how to be the director of our own spiritual practice, we form dependencies on people and we give them our money and we give them our time and we give them our energy. And in some really unfortunate cases, there are people out there who will work with spiritual manipulation techniques to suck you in and hook you in. And so one of the things that happens when you're on the spiritual path sometimes is you think you need this spirit guide. So you start calling out for one and then all of a sudden you have this entity attached to you that gives you advice that brings you down the wrong path. Or perhaps you're working with um, a modality or a method and you used to have positive life transformation, but all of a sudden you've hit a brick wall and it's not the brick wall of you're about to have a really good thing happen. It's the brick wall of wow, I've been in a cycle of looping for a few years. These are all things that are pretty common for people to have. And so one of the best things you can look for in a teacher is someone who encourages you to learn discernment, who encourages you to learn how to take care of your own energy body, and who encourages you 
to learn the basis of conscious self-connection, which is all stuff that I do, and I'll link you something down below this. Point number four, the spiritual path and the awakening journey can feel absolutely crazy. And it can be confusing and seem like it is all over the place because you know what? When you are first connecting to cosmic flows, when you're first opening yourself up to all this different type of knowledge, when you're first connecting to different parts of your soul, which as we've established happens on a regular basis, it can get exciting. And there's a lot of choices to be made in which terms of which direction you're going to go. Have you ever heard of a mystery school? A mystery school, in short, is basically a place where a person would go in order to become a master of a particular form of knowledge. It's not that different than a college or a trade school where a person goes and they gather the things that they need from layer, 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 so that they can get a complexified knowledge of how something works, how to build something, how to participate in something, you know, how it all comes together. The spiritual community, the spiritual work, the spiritual path, the journey to self-mastery, it's the exact same way. As a teacher, one of the things that I have noticed over the years, and it's become especially the case recently, is that people resist structure. However, they also complain about not getting the success that they would like or not being able to access the things that they think they would like to achieve. Well, if you want success, structure. If you want safety and not to be caught up by the snakes in the grass, structure. If you want to know that you are constantly receiving your soul, structure. And that is why I teach all of my programming at my school like it's a mystery school and like there is structure. Point number five, I saved the best for last. And that is that it is very likely that you are going to have more than one spiritual expansion process that blows your socks off during your life. That first buzz that we have when we are waking up is something that we are able to be a regular part of, especially if we're doing things like celebrating the cycle of the seasons, setting intentions, consciously connecting to our souls, working with our energy body, and allowing ourselves to realize opportunities to expand when they come into our life. This is a list of five simple things that are important to know as you are getting onto the spiritual path. And the truth be told, if you listen to them and if you keep your heart open and you stay dedicated to yourself, there is no reason why you will not have a great time as you continue on getting to know yourself. If you are looking to connect to the positive, impactful, happy parts of your spiritual journey and also to have the tools to get through the times when it's not all of that, well, my friend, I have a little something special for you. I have designed programming that helps you get together all of the pieces that you need in complex depth in a way that also comes across as extremely simple. I teach beginners and experts alike, and what all of them have to say is, wow, Katie, you helped me look at energy in a way that I never did before. And that is the hallmark of a good teacher. So not only do you learn things like how to hear your soul, how to take care of your auric field, how to operate with discernment so you know if something's in your best interest or not, you also learn all the bits and bobs about energy body repair and self-connection that you will need for the rest of your life on this journey. If that's something you're interested in, you can go on below and you can Pick it up at the Energy Mastery Bundle at Indie Curl Academy. Now, that's all I really have to say for today in this particular topic, but I will be back with a little bit more on soul care and self-connection. I know that so many people are getting into the swing of things this season or back into them or into the swing in new and different ways than before, and I'm excited about that. Thanks so much for listening. Your friend and teacher, 
Katie and Decrow. Thank you.